Welcome back to episode 17 of Nerd. Really? Pastiche. We were going back and forth. No, I wanted you to say nerd pastiche because I you know. hate the word pastiche. <laughs> so I just really wanted you to do that. But that's okay. I'm aware. I'm aware. Yes. Yeah, so you knew. Okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's okay. We're here. So yes, we're episode... Ep- Brittany, can you believe we're on episode 17 already? No, we're almost legal. This is insanity. So are we gonna have a, are we gonna have a beverage at the twenty first one or what? What's, what's going um, on? I might partake on that day. I might partake <laughs> on the other ones as well. Right, that's right. That's right. I may or may not have partaken long before I was twenty one. So you well, know, just we, living in the spirit. Yeah, we were living in the spirit. <laughs> I see what you did there. The spirit. Good job. Right. I'm yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> but not Tony the Tiger. Great. Anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who is? Frosty deliciousness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Darian. <laughs> so Darian, what are we what are we doing today? How's this, how are we rolling? today well we're gonna roll how we always roll you dance (laughs) with the one that brung you okay we're gonna talk about how we nerded yep we're gonna talk about our recommendations Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna have our you know uh uh, segment of the week segment of the week that is going to be spooky themed yay i'm excited about this segment because we haven't talked about our reactions to things we certainly haven't i'm very excited about this I am as well. I am as well. <laughs> this will be this will be truly fascinating. And then I think this will be a good episode because we could kind of wash away the judgment from last week's episode. <laughs> um, can I real quick before that um, just say that there will never not be judgment of me and my love of candy corn. Absolutely. You will continue to judge it yes, as you I have will. all week. I will continue yes. to judge it as I have through my tears while yes. eating candy corn this week. <laughs> so that I appreciate the thought of washing away the sins of last week, <laughs> but that's one sin that will never wash away. <laughs> no, it, it absolutely will not. And it's disgusting because I'm sitting up there and I'm going in Tarjay to procure several items in order to reacquaint myself with life sustaining uh-huh. elements. And I walk past the, the, the aisle. The aisle. And I see the candy display and I see the disgusting uh, compilation of candy corn based. You found the autumn mix. That thing is hard to find, but it is really tasty. I don't understand why that that shouldn't even exist. It does. And the pumpkins taste that everyone who likes candy corn, all five of us can fight me. The pumpkins taste better than regular (laughs) candy corn. It's just awful. And of course, I said, I saw it. I, I thought of you. I had to send you a picture. <laughs> and you sit there and you say, that's delicious. As so I said, uh-huh. oh, this, this, this woman has no, there's no depth. I there's also no believe I, uh, I sent you a picture of a, uh, a, a maybe it was a possum guarding a dumpster with something that's, along the lines uh, written that, on it of get away from my trash. That's, that's my trash. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> I sent that to you on Instagram because I saw someone else post it that I follow. <laughs> I was like, this is horrible. Yeah. God. Candy corn eaters unite. <laughs> You know what? I, I don't care. I will take the slings and arrows. If anybody is offended by me calling them out for eating candy corn, I will welcome the discussion. I mean, I think all of us feel the same. Yeah, because I would, I would, I would tell you about yourself, just like yeah. I told Brittany, yeah. and I have no, I have no shame in doing so. It's true. That's yeah. true. So anyway, <laughs> well, how did you nerd this week? Oh no, me first. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. spun well, it. I know, right? I know. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, uh, 
many, many things as always, right? I mean, obviously mm -hmm. I'm continuing on the this epic journey of one horror movie a day <laughs> that I began some for some odd reason back in the beginning of August. Yeah. <laughs> it's going well because this month we're only watching good things, even okay. though I have even though I did slip up a couple couple of days ago. With what? Oh, it's not even worth mentioning, honestly. No, it absolutely it's, is. Just say the name of it. I will look it up later. It's T Tales from the Hood Part 3. That sounds terrible. It, it It's, well, the first, the original Tales from the Hood is without without doubt one of the greatest horror, if not the greatest horror anthology of all time. It's, okay. it's, it's kind of, it's tied between that and Trick or Treat. But Tales from the Hood, it stands the test of time because like the messages and the, and the events and the things that take place in that film are actually kind of relevant to today. Wow. So that's what also <laughs> makes it stand the test of time. Gotcha. Uh, but the, 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 there was that one. And then, but so the iconic, right? Then the okay. second one comes out two years ago. Absolute, utter garbage. Lovely. And then the third one, I said, I'm going to give this a chance because Tony Todd, one of the greatest horror actors of all time, is signed on for this. Okay. And I knew the role that he was going to take. And I said, I'm not going to let that sway me. Okay. And it came out last week and I watched it and I said, this I, I I did not think it was going to be worse than two, and I was wrong. Mm. So that was not good. So that was that was a that was a misstep for the. I, and I, but I knew it was. Yeah. But I wanted it to not be. Yeah. I, I think a double negative there, but anyway. But no, that's <laughs> not the thing. My my big, I guess my big nerd thing is I am plowing through uh, the G one, which is a round robin tournament in New Japan wrestling. It is what probably my favorite time of the year. It normally takes place in the summertime. Okay. The Olympics were supposed to happen in Japan. Yeah. It was going to be moved to the fall anyway, but obviously COVID and all of that. Yep. Stuff, so they just kept it. So it's basically, it's night. It's, you know, 20 wrestlers split between two blocks. Okay. A block and B block. And it's a round robin tournament. And the winner of A block and the winner of B block face each other in the finals to basically determine who was going to be the number one contender uh, against the IWGP champion at Wrestle Kingdom in January. So it is a glorious time. It is basically around 19 shows okay. in, in, in 31 days. Ooh. <laughs> so, okay. And we're on Japan time. So <laughs> it's at like two in the morning. Yes, that's right. That's right. But the good thing <laughs> is, is like this year, a lot of the preliminary matches that they would have, like the, the young line, they would, they would have more, they would have young line matches as well as like lots of six man tags and tag okay. matches that would kind of be like a warm up to the event to, to the actual main event for each show, but they, because of COVID and stuff, they've kind of chopped that down. So they'll have one young lion match and then they'll just go straight into the show. So uh... shows that would normally be around like three and a half hours. Sometimes now they're only about two and a half hours, two forty. So it's, hmm. a, it's an easier watch. Gotcha. Or, you know, you could always just skip past the young lions and then the tag, the six man tag matches and just go straight to the main card, which I kind of get, in the past, I've kind of gotten to yeah. after about, you know, four or five or six days in because like, dude, <laughs> I just because it's hard. Brittany, it is extremely difficult to keep track. 19 shows in 31 days. I mean, it sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It is I, a lot. I don't really know what a show particularly entails, but it just sounds like there's a lot to, to try to keep it in like just understanding and what's going on and keep keep abreast of. Well, you know, it's just all it is is about, you know, there's 10 wrestlers per block. So you got five match, five main matches on the card. 
Okay. And that spans the whole, for the most part, the whole two and a half hours with the exception of them tacking on a young lion match and uh, then having to take an intermission okay, to clean the I ring and things like that. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. See, I'm, I'm speaking like you're a mark. You don't know. Yeah, but, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 what I've been doing and trying to keep up with. And my favorite wrestler is currently tied for first place in B Block. <gasps> nice. So I'm like, okay, now we're talking. Very cool. That's right. That's right. So that's that's my main thing. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of other stuff I could talk about, but that's oh, yeah. the big thing. Trying to keep up. We're on night third, four, four, 14. <laughs> we finished night 14. Of what? Of the show. We got we got oh, night. Yeah. Oh, so we got, we got like, five wait, more to go. Dude, it's the 13th. <laughs> no, no, no. They started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, they don't go every... Time stamp when we're recording this. <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. I think we're on night 14 as we currently record this. So, yeah, Lovely. so five more shows to go. Cool. Yep, what about you? So I've been kind of ignoring my Steam and Epic Games accounts and just <gasps> collecting a bunch of games and they're all collecting dust in my library. And things have gotten to the point where... Alex and I have decided that I, I need a, a time to just like continue to give myself breaks. This is like this podcast recording. This podcast is like my two hour block once a week where I can just like be my nerd self, like fully just let my nerd flag fly. I don't have to be the mom for a few minutes. It's really nice. And he was like, you know, what? we need to we need to find you ways to get back into to doing that more than just for this, like just to give yourself a break. So I am getting back into streaming and that has been super fun. I've switched up my, my original account. So now on Twitch, you can find us at twitch.tv slash nerd pastiche plays. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we're going to start streaming for real next week. I'll, I'll do a couple of just just testing streams over the next uh, week or two just to kind of get back into the swing of things because it has been a while. So I, uh, yeah, once once we start actually like picking up steam with it and getting a regular schedule figured out, I'll start posting things to Instagram and Twitter so that anybody who wants to just kind of hang out and watch us go through all of my my sad library that I haven't touched in so long. <laughs> You're welcome to join us and it'll be me gaming most of the night. Alex will be there and I'm going to try to teach Darian how to utilize discord so that (laughs) you should ever want to join. Maybe not. You don't have to play, but to just kind of join and join in the conversation, you are welcome to do so. Just put me out there. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to throw it out there. Dinosaur. You know what? That's fine. I figure I can't teach you how to Twitch, like how to stream. So, I mean, I, the least I can do is get you on a Discord. I, yeah, I, <laughs> hey, look, I, I know things. I know many things. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I don't even drink. <laughs> All right, Tyrion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, let me ask you, let me ask you this. What, yes. what is, what do you think? Do you, are you just going to be in the moment and just whatever comes and washes over you? That's what you're going to play. Or do you have something in mind that you're going to start with streaming? So I think we're going to start off with right now. I'm really into playing among us, which is a really fun, like group game. Oh, um, oh. I've been playing it with, with some friends and some family members. So I have a feeling that's probably what we're going to, we're going to test the stream on a couple of times this week. What is Among Us? What am I missing? Among have I Us? Heard, have I heard that before? I don't know. Have you? 
What is what what is that? Is that is that a, is, is is that multi platform? <laughs> yes, you can. It's it's on the computer. It's also on mobile. Oh God. Um. Well, that? on mobile, it's free. Uh, well, that's why people do it on mobile. A free ninety nine. Yes. Um. And it's cross platform, so you can be playing on your computer, and someone else can be playing on their phone, and they're in the same lobby and playing together. It's basically a trader game. You're on a you're on a spaceship or something along those lines. Oh, you get to betray people? Yeah. So okay, there's, good. There's one, uh, depending on how many people are playing, there's at least one up to two imposters. Oh. And the rest are all crewmates. So you have these tasks. If you're a crewmate, you have tasks to complete. So you're running around the, the station or whatever, trying to complete your tasks as quickly as possible. And also as safely as possible so that the imposters don't come up behind you and kill you. <laughs> and imposters are obviously trying to kill as many people as humanly possible without getting discovered. Oh, so that sounds like fun. They, and you can pretend to do tasks. It's a lot of anytime that someone finds a dead body, you can call an emergency meeting. So everybody who's playing has to come together at that time and try to talk out like I saw so-and-so running out of this room and he didn't, he didn't say anything. It's him. And then someone else could be like, no, I literally ran out of that room. What are you talking about? Where was the body? I missed it completely. And like, you can have these conversations about trying to, to lie and make sure that someone is, you're, you're not caught being the imposter. So you can stir the pot and sow insurrection. Oh, absolutely. What's oh. the best, the best stream so far that I have seen people do are usually something where the person who's actually the imposter just kind of is quiet and chilling. And then everyone else is like, it's this person. It's right. this person. It's the quiet just, ones you gotta watch. Exactly. And then they're usually just like, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'll just go with the group on this one. And then they just slowly start voting out people with the group <laughs> until, <laughs> until everyone is gone <laughs> oh i mean oh, okay see this is a kind of game that i would love to do i think so i think you would have fun with it oh that's great okay yeah all right well so also that's... if you want to i can actually jump into my recommendation because it's kind of on the same lines oh speaking of rec before we even get to recommendations <gasps> I, I i thought of you i have to share oh, something no. with you what would happen there you don't think of me on purpose. What happened? No, this is good. <laughs> well, I, well, actually, I don't know because this is gonna this is gonna drudge up some memories that might not be good. But I'm excited. Do you apparently know what's take, gonna take place in the Spider Verse? Uh oh, you that seen? news. Of course, you're gonna bring it up. Of course, I have to. I mean, I'm gonna bring up Sam Raimi here shortly anyway. So why That's not right. just go ahead and dredge up all the fears? Yeah, here I I am here for all of this <laughs> bring them back yes give me all of this three spider-men on the same screen at so the same the, time for the folks that do not know can you explain the news well apparently andrew garfield and toby mcguire have signed on to reprise their respective roles as spider-man in what's going to be the next installment of Spider-Man, which I believe is supposed to be, what, what are we on, part three? So I believe it's supposed to be Spider-Verse based. So mm -hmm. we're going to have multiple realities. So we're also going to have Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Apparently we're going to have Craven the Hunter. I said, I am here for all of this. And then of course, Jamie Foxx is reprising his role as Electro. Which is cool. I'm here for that. And we're also getting a Green Goblin. Now we don't know which one. 
but we, my problem with this outside of the fact that like, oh my God, bring, bring all of my fears back to life with, no. with Toby playing. No, Spider-Man. Marvel, but Marvel is involved. It's going True, to be it's okay. Gonna be it's going to be fine. That's right. Um, But where's, where's Miles and Gwen? Okay, we're gonna we're mile we're gonna get there. Miles where's, has been hinted at, but they're they're hinting does not mean official. We, we where's we, hey. where's the official drop on on Sweet Baby Miles and my favorite Gwen Stacy? You're thinking too far. You 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 need to be patient because what we're gonna have is when you know when those deals are up and those old cats got to get ushered out. Then then we're go- we're gonna get the new people. We're going to get our Gwen. We're going to get Miles. We're going to get, well, we're going to get, we're already going to get Kamala Khan. So that's coming. Which is nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Disney Plus series. But, but, but don't worry. It's all coming together. If there is one company or one entity in the nerd verse that we need to trust, and we need to have, it's, 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 it's it's Marvel Studios. We need to just, everyone else tends to screw up. We just need to accept it. Like, Whatever it is that you're going to put out, I accept it. I don't know. Iron Man two was kind of crap. No, three was crap. Wait, which one was uh, two? Is the the one with like the whip guy, right? Whip, uh, you, uh, hey. He was. Yeah. Kinda, uh, I mean, he was okay. Uh, Iron Man three was the the weepy one, right? Well, yeah. I mean, they tried. To, yeah, Iron Man three was just bad. All it was was a showcase of all the different mark armors. That's all that. Oh, was. Oh, that's right. It yeah, was all they, the armors, and it was. Um, they butchered the Mandarin. Yes, and and basically cry, cry, Tony yeah. Stark. Okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. That yeah. was the worst. But you know, again, you not and not everything could be a winner. That's true. But it was. I mean, it was entertaining. It, it was good enough. It it, it yeah. did what it needs. I mean, look. Let me look at Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was like average at best, and then of course yeah. that ain't even the first Captain Marvel. Whatever. But we're not even going there. But yes, but anyway. I did see the news, and yes, yes, there was a part of me that was triggered. That's right. I know. That's why I, that's why I had to bring part of my, I didn't say anything to you the entire time. I just said, I'm just going to wait for the podcast. And, but yeah, yes. I just had to bring that up. I am yes. as a Spider-Man fanatic. I am here for all of this. Indeed. Anyway, sorry. Recommendations. Oh no. I was just going to say my recommendation this week is a, it's not really a board game, but it is a game. Does it involve betrayal as well? Yes. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> this is great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you want to guess what the name of it is? Betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I don't. I don't because you know you know I'm not a big. I'm an old school board game person, so I don't know any of the new crap. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm I'm specifically bringing up legacy the legacy version of the game. So the original <laughs> is Betrayal at House on the Hill. Is it Haunted House? No, it's just House on the Hill. Yeah. Well, of um, course, of course, it's haunted. It has to. Yeah. Be. Well, it absolutely is, but we um, we also have the legacy version of the game, and I've never played a legacy game before this one, and it's it's really really quite good. Now, but, what does that mean? What is legacy? Does that have some? What is legacy? So, mean? a legacy game in this context is a game that you play through once, okay, and you effectively are unable to play the game the same way ever again. So, like hmm. in the case of betrayal. Based on the different things that happen, the different haunts that you get, et cetera, et cetera, you actually will go through and like rip up a card and throw it away. Hmm. So like you can never have that card again. You don't ever have that option of of that experience. Those 
any haunts that are connected to that particular card are not something you will ever be able to experience when you play this game. But it's it's really interesting. So I... It's got <laughs> a hell is, of a replay value, I wager. Uh, well, it does because of... Well, and that's the thing with legacy games. Very rarely do they have good replay value. Oh. But this one's actually really kind of doing that for me. It's It's nice. So... I, if you like board games that are, you're, you're searching for things, you're basically walking around opening up rooms in this house. And once you collect a certain number of cards, then a haunt happens. It's a lot of dice rolling to a little bit of chance and oh, a life. lot of luck. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sounds like life for sure. Yeah, pretty much. But it's fun because, I mean, you could, once you get the haunt, the haunt could be anything from you walk into, you trigger the haunt when you walk into a, like a nursery or like you open up the nursery in the house. So the haunt could then be, you found a haunted doll and the haunted doll is, is possesses you to do its bidding. So then you turn into the bad guy and everyone else that's playing has a mission of trying to stop you and the haunted doll. So there's mm. usually a betrayer that happens. So you go into the game, everyone's, it's co-op, everyone's playing together. And then once the haunt happens, it turns into the betrayal part. Usually at least one person, if not multiple people, uh, become the the betrayers in the game. And everyone else, like they, they get a new mission to betray everybody in some way, shape or form. And whether it's kill everybody, make everybody um, or turn everybody to their side, whatever the case may be. And yeah. then the rest of the group has to has a mission to to stop the, the betrayer. So you never know what kind of game you're going to get. And I usually, whenever I'm playing games like uh, One Night Werewolf or um, Secret Hitler, any of those betray heavy, betrayal heavy games, I get nervous every time I'm the <laughs> imposter. Oh, jeez. So I, it's harder for me to to play them and like. It, it takes me a minute to like, I have to be in the mood to play one of those. Whereas when I'm playing Betrayal, I have no idea if I'm going to be forced to be the imposter until halfway through the game. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fun. So you can just play it and you're, you're also taking that risk of like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So it's, it's really fun. I, I highly suggest it. It's, it's hard. It used to be a hard game to find, but it's become a lot more popular again. So there's a lot more reprintings of it. So it's a little bit easier to get in various stores, but highly suggest if you're looking for a spooky game to play with your spooky friends in this spooky month, that's just right. <laughs> turn the lights off and, and play some betrayal. What are you gonna do? Do it? Do it? By, what you use a candle or? Yeah, ambiance. Okay. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> They're very good. Wow. I, yeah, I did not think it again because you are the the board game aficionado. Well, especially when it comes to modern things. You know me. Yeah. I'm still swearing by Monopoly. Yeah, until I the end. hate that game. I, well, I, well, how... That's another conversation for another day. Fine. All right. What do you right. recommend? You need to drudge up old nerd <laughs> scars, I guess. All right. Uh, well, it's going to be something that I'm kind of, that ah, well, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be quiet. This is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's not a good idea to do. Yeah, that's going to be riveting listening. Um, I'm going to go with Ash versus the Evil Dead. 
Ah, <laughs> okay. Tele- television series. So for those of you that don't know, the a- Ash versus Evil Dead is a television series that is the follow-up to a movie series, you know, starting with the Evil Dead. And it takes place 30 years after the first three movies. So there's the Evil Dead, there's the Evil Dead 2, and then there's the Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. uh, which unfortunately, I think because of not copyrights, but licensing laws and things like that, and who owns the property. I forgot what studio. I can't keep it straight anymore because it's been so long. The Evil Dead, the, the Ash versus Evil Dead series doesn't really reference Army of Darkness in significant detail. Mm. Or at, at least there weren't, uh, there definitely weren't, they didn't use flashbacks from any of it. I know gotcha. that much. And but that was a reason behind it. But it serves as a sequel to the original trilogy. Ash is currently working at uh, Value Stop. He's just a stock boy. Um, obviously, Ash's well, not obviously, but Ash's uh, <laughs> claim to fame is that he was able to escape a haunted cabin in the woods. That's where he found a book called the Necronomicon, which was able to, you know, which was called basically a book of the dead. Okay. And it would allow for reanimation or the possession of bodies. And Ash ultimately ends up stopping that evil over the course of the, the, the trilogy. So then the Ash versus Evil Dead series, again, being a follow-up, uh, that was on Stars originally, started in about, God, when was, oh my God, was that 2015? Mm-hmm. I can't, it couldn't have been 2015, but it's, 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 it's been a while because it was, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so it's just a follow up to that. We see what's become of Ash. And then ultimately what takes place is, is that the evil that he had once vanquished somehow, some way uh, is resurrected. And now he's tasked with stopping the deadites again, but okay. this time he has a group of people to help him. Neat. So it's three. Friends. Yeah. So it's three seasons. 10 episodes per 30 minutes a clip. Mm-hmm. It goes by really quickly. Once you start it, you cannot stop. I actually rewatched the first episode several days ago just for <laughs> S's and G's. And I, it was just so, it was, I, that was the episode I watched the most when it first aired. I think I watched that episode at least five times. Nice. Because it was just that good. It's uh, so great cast as always. Bruce Campbell is the goat. I was just getting ready to ask, is it still Sweet Baby Bruce? Of course it is. This is, this is AK, yeah, Bruce Campbell, AK, AKA Ashy Slashy. Yes. So, so, it is, it's, it, it's fun. If you enjoy The Evil Dead in any shape, form, or fashion, you have got to watch that show if you somehow, some way, never got to it. And honestly, you could probably, as crazy as this sounds, you could probably just jump right in and start with the Evil Dead because he get you get enough of the backstory in the first episode mm-hmm. to where you don't feel completely lost. Although you will miss like callbacks and things yeah. of that nature, but you could still potentially have just have a good time watching it if that was your starting point. Although yes. I wouldn't recommend it because I'm anal retentive <laughs> and I like to start from the beginning. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So that is my that's my recommendation you no, know, during this as we continue on spooky season. I may have to look into that. Uh, it's on Netflix, all three seasons. <laughs> well, I still need to watch the, the second two. one and the mm-hmm. third one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I guess we should go ahead and jump on in, huh? So we're going to jump on in. We're going to jump on in to a segment that we have entitled. Uh, well, we didn't make it official, but we're calling it Face Your Fears. Yes. So we, I'm facing my fear of gory horror movies and Darian is facing his fear of fun. Of, of, <laughs> did you say fun? Yes. That is so not true. <laughs> that is so not true. Yes. Yeah, so we 
previously we decided to pick something for the other person and <laughs> we were tasked with watching that. So, yes. you know, I've kind of given it away a little bit, but so given that I will let Brittany, you may go first. Well, as I'm sure you probably can guess, I was tasked with watching the evil dead. I am not a horror movie person. I'm not a scary, like I don't like scary movies. I don't typically watch a bunch of like the blood, guts and gore on TV, despite the fact that I love Mortal Kombat and that is nothing but blood, guts and gore in the video game. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's something about putting it on the TV. I guess I just don't, it just never has clicked for me. I, I have avoided all scary things with uh, vim and vigor my entire life. And Darian had requested that I watch The Evil Dead. No, now to be fair, <laughs> I did give you. I think I gave you two or three choices. You gave me The Walking Dead or Evil Dead. The, I gave you the first episode of the one episode <laughs> of The Walking Dead, which was about like 80, 75 minutes or so. You had your choices were Evil Dead nineteen eighty one, yes, Walking Dead episode one, the pilot, mm-hmm. and then Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's right. You did mention that one. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. Well, I did, in a way, watch a movie about a cabin in the woods. But you, but it, but see, now if you decide <laughs> to go and watch Cabin in the Woods, you're going to appreciate Cabin in the Woods <laughs> so much more. Uh, well, I. <laughs> so I, you're probably going to hear me turning pages. So, yeah, I so- took copious notes on my. It, it is, it, I, I might as well have just like live tweeted this. Like that's what I should have done. And I didn't because I'm just now learning Twitter. I'm really trying to be social media conscious. I suck at it. As Darian will tell you. Yeah. Um, Not trying to build a brand or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> build a following or anything. No, so big deal. I, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of feelings, a lot of notes. Overall, an enjoyable time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounded forced the way you said enjoyable time. It sounded it was, like it hurt. It was entertaining. Out. It was entertaining. Okay. I don't think it was entertaining for the reasons that it was intending, but it was entertaining. <laughs> no, we're gonna see. No, no, you you might be onto something. So I'm I'm really excited to hear what you have to say because I think you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. So I so whenever I'm going into this with the full knowledge of the evil Evil Dead the musical existing. So I knew Evil Dead, the musical. I haven't heard all the songs. I've never watched it all the way through, but I have seen clips of it. I've used some of the songs in class as well. Like the, I don't know if you're familiar with the musical, Darian. Just a Um, scooch. Just a scooch. Um, (laughs) But one of the songs, the the What the Fuck Was That song, really really goes over well whenever you're trying to get students interested in something that they're like why is theater interesting it's like Mm -hmm. oh well how many of you like the evil dead usually there's a lot of kids and then you go okay cool did you know it's a musical and then you show the the two minute clip of that song and then everyone is suddenly interested so i went in thinking about that And I know where in the final scene, Ash has got a chainsaw hand, which I thought was going to be pretty cool. And I was ready for this. Ah, Disappointment number one. That's right. There is no chainsaw hand in in Evil Dead. Nope. Not in in part one. That's right. So 
disappointment. <laughs> and there was this whole moment when he lifts like a tarp or something off of a chainsaw. And I go, <gasps> here it comes. <laughs> and then nothing happens with the chain. Oh, I mean, like he, he goes after some people and it's, it's cool, but it's like, what, where's, where's the hand thing? Okay. So my, here's my issue. I don't, I'm, I'm very, dis, very scattered because that's how I felt the movie was. Mm. So it is, it, the only thing that I wrote down in starred was, and this from the brilliant directorial mind that brought us Spider-Man three. <laughs> you, you, okay. See, you know what, Brittany, we, we, we had stepped away. I was going to, I was going to decrease the judgment from the candy corn. I was going to let you have that. I said, you know what? I'm going to move away from this. To be fair, Sam Raimi <laughs> has done some great films. Absolutely. And I, but I think he might've peaked at his work with Xena Warrior Princess. Um, Excuse, okay. Possibly okay. because he also got his brother involved in it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, yes. Jocks are the mighty. Yeah. <laughs> Which also includes... The brilliant Bruce Campbell. I know. As the jack Autolicus. of all trades. Yeah, oh, he was a tall and he was a Tolicus in uh uh was he a Tolicus in freaking Xena? No, Atolicus was somebody else, wasn't it? I can't remember. It's but I know so he long. was I know he was the Jack of All Trades. That's right. And Briscoe County Jr. Okay, sure. So <sighs> there's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, so I will just kind of State the obvious here. This was intended to be a gory, scary film, correct? Ye that seemed to be the original intent. Yeah, I mean, Ramy. Well, you you know the Ramy style. It's blatantly obvious, yes. right? So my problem was that it. I was telling Alex when I was trying to figure out the best way to talk about this film. It reminded me of what I would have seen from my college graduating film class mm. like their film thesis like they're there they had to do a feature length film sort of thing and this is what we got and it's great it like it's 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 trying new things the animation that happens whenever everybody's like dissolving into creamed corn really cool like i'm down with that the practical effects that he's working with yeah. i am here for this chocolate is a great stand-in for blood in black and white film, not so much in color. The amount of time that I was staring at Bruce, at Bruce Campbell's beautiful face covered in what was very obviously chocolate was disturbing. <laughs> so, but anyway, so it reminded me very much of that. And there's a part of me that, that loves that because I love the idea of like, I got a thousand dollars and in my mom's best friend's cabin out in the woods, let's make a movie yeah. sort of mentality. Like I like that, yeah. but there, there were some issues with it. So I have a lot of issues with the continuity errors. Ex so many continuity errors. Excuse me. Uh, yes. <laughs> Everywhere. Please. Could you in share one? Uh, oh, I can share a few, actually. I know nothing so of what you speak because this so is a film see. of pure beauty and, go and gorgeousness um, and masterfulness. I mean, it definitely is masterful. And, <laughs> and there there is some and some other things in there. I mean, yeah, sure. So, I mean, the perfect example. Whenever they're burying Shelly, the 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 girl that was just there with the other friend. That was the... Shelly was the, was uh, the, was uh, was the, the sister. sister. Yeah. I she's the remember. redhead, right? 
Either way, the the one that his his friend brought along that they had just met. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it doesn't really talk very much. The one that's not interesting to Bruce Campbell's story. Um, so he they're they're burying her and they put a like a, a cross, like a T at her grave. And then whenever he's digging the grave for his girlfriend, and he can't obviously put her in there and there's this weird like let's play sleeping again like we did at the beginning of the film whenever you were giving me my weird magnifying glass necklace because that's hot so it's a promise necklace as <laughs> for what looking closer at her <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway so he's, he's digging this grave for her and you can see behind him the grave for the other girl and then 20 minutes later or 10 minutes later, it's not even that long. I think it's like five to 10 minutes later, he goes and he throws her back out and puts her in a new grave that's directly next to the hey. other one. Hey, so I mean. Like, But wait, where, when did you do that one? Because it sounded like you were pretty busy with the whole fighting her thing to have thrown her out there and, oh, wait, I forgot I dug the second one right next to the first one. Guess I didn't mean to dig the last one that I spent the last 20 minutes trying to dig. Like there's, I don't understand the, the lighting. I understand the use of lighting to kind of create a tone of just unease, Dutch angles all over the place to make you feel uncomfortable, which honestly just makes me feel a little seasick, but whatever. Okay, we don't want that. We don't want um, that motion, <laughs> motion sickness. But again, that is the Sam Raimi special, like the very opening of the footage of like the forest going, yep. like the thing crumbing through the forest and the lake. And it's I mean, that was Sam nauseating. Raimi. That was vintage. nauseating to watch. Yep. <laughs> but I mean... There are like six different light sources while they're standing outside, and it shifts depending on what angle they're staring at. Yeah, so it's like the light sources of it was just driving me a little nuts. Do you have a specific thing that you want me to focus on? Otherwise, I'm just gonna. I really just notes. want your initial reaction. See, it's funny as you sit here and you break this down because, at least in my experience as a horror fan, this is what you do. When you don't like something, you you look at every all of the technical things. You look at the you look for inconsistencies. You think mm -hmm. about things like lighting and and, and script, everything. So it, it this so is you know the, like so I'm the, enjoying this the plot. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna highlight some of my favorite notes that I was scribbling down as right. I was watching this. And right. to be fair. I was going in with the knowledge that I was probably going to be scared of this in some way, shape, or form. That's why I was kind of hesitant to, to then, I was wanted to steer you away from it initially. I wasn't scared ever. There was one Good. point when I was uncomfortable. Yeah. And then there was a few points where I was just like, <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So there's... I, I going in with that mindset, whenever I'm going into something where I think that I'm going to be scared, I'm very critical of the other things because it's a way for me to kind of compartmentalize what I'm watching versus how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. So there is Good. that to take into account here. But I do have some pretty stellar notes that I'm just going to throw out there. All right. So whoever styled Bruce Campbell's hair for this film should be fired. Okay. <laughs> I stand by this statement. <laughs> I, I'm not even, I mean, what can I do? I mean, I shaved my head. I mean, who am I to even question anything said in that regard? I it thought it was beautiful. 
okay, so Bruce Campbell will forever be a, a beautiful man, but whoever <laughs> styled his hair should absolutely be fired. That it was, was the, the 80s. Come on. I don't well, care what it was. Well, I think it was made was. in was 79, I think. It was bad is what it was. Um, it fit the aesthetic. Mm, sure. So the <laughs> I have a moment where I just have in all caps and underlined the eyes. Oh, with the, of the deadites or just no, them in general? just just the constant like like that's that's again I guess it's the same Raimi thing, but it's just any time that he was trying to build tension, it's very like textbook things that you learn in college. There's these close-ups of everybody's eyeballs. But, but do you think it's more apropos here, given that the eyes are the window to the soul? Well, it sounds like most of them lost their souls. Well, exactly. So, you know, I guess maybe like symbolically, but yeah. honestly, it was just kind of uncomfortable. Okay. Um, All right. All right. I, I, I have because of that stupid necklace. Is this a proposal? <laughs> what the fuck? What is, is <laughs> oh, she, you've dropped two F-bombs what, already. What uh, this... even is this? I'm so confused. Oh, God. <laughs> then I have the note about, is the tree screwing her? Yeah. even the F-bomb there. Yeah. That was the uncomfortable moment. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, oh, God. Yeah, because that's Cheryl. The, the, that was with Cheryl, the sister. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he even, he, he Raimi, I think, if I recall, at one point, I forgot when this was, but I think in an interview or something, he said he even admitted that yeah that was that sh that we should have done that one yeah that was yeah. that was disturbing yeah yeah um yeah but it was also like again a really a really good moment of special effects like practical effects that were happening right like being able to use the vines in that way was it, like from a very more analytical standpoint that was really cool what they were doing not so cool yeah. but whatever that he made a choice he made a yeah. choice it was a strong choice i stand by people making decisions right. i don't necessarily agree with it but that's fine yeah that's um, it. He, he admitted as much it's like yes that, he probably that would be one essentially to take <laughs> be one to take back because i don't know if you know this but <laughs> the move well it, I, I don't think it's only just because of that but also you know, because of the level of violence associated with the film, especially mm -hmm. contextually back in the early 80s, that movie was banned in a lot of countries. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. It I mean, really doesn't surprise me. Which is not abnormal for the horror genre anyway, especially back in the 70s and the early 80s. You know, you think like Evil Dead, your Cannibal Holocaust, your Day of the Woman, or I Spit on Your Grave, things like yes, that. So, yes. you know, Last House on the Left, I believe, was banned in some countries, I think. So, you know, it's, it's yeah, it was... That being banned in multiple countries was 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 not was not uncommon. Yeah, like I get that. Let's yeah. see what other fun notes did I take. So I have the sense of urgency when people scream is stunning. <laughs> so like if, if someone screw if one of the girls is screaming in their bedroom, they all just stand there. Like the two boys yeah. just stand there in the living room, like, yeah. uh, you gonna get it? Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. chill. Well, what's his face? Uh <laughs> was it Scotty or whatever? Scotty. Was yeah, yeah, he's sitting up there going, like, that's your girlfriend. Or yeah, whatever. you go like, get you, it. Do you take you care of that? With uh, with Annie or whatever. Yes. Like I said, he um, didn't even want to take care of his old girlfriend, freaking um, Shelly. He was just, yeah, like, he was just trifling. Yes, he he was quite the trifling. Yeah, he bitch. was. Scotty was spineless. Yes, I would agree with that. So I also wrote down that that is the most disgusting toilet I've ever seen, and are the bathroom walls literally made of vinyl? Um, so that was great. I did write down that there was an A plus line. Script writing in this was less than 
less than great in my opinion right but the line you have pretty skin give it to us that's an a plus line yes like that that was an a plus line and that's the the great thing about the dead the deadites and especially if you take time to get to like ash versus the evil dead and all of the, the crap that they talk it's yes. <laughs> it, it, yes. yeah it is it is truly that is where these this whole story really shines is the level yes. of, of stuff that the deadites say which that was stellar. That was yeah. a great, a great one-liner. Um, I'm still confused as to why Ash just loves bookcases. Like he's constantly thrown into them. And then rather than like getting out from under them, he just hugs them closer to him. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the real love story here. It has nothing to do with magnifying glass necklaces. It is just the love story between Ash and bookcases. Whenever... <laughs> Whenever they kill the first one, and she just starts spewing milk. <laughs> <laughs> All I wrote down was, it does a body good. <laughs> you should be, need to put you on riff tracks. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's one even better. Because once they dismembered the girlfriend number one, what's her face? Was that um, she yeah, was that, Shelly? That, was, that was Shelly, right? Yeah. yeah. So all of the, and all of the body parts are like wiggling in their dismembered states, I wrote down her butt must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. <laughs> <laughs> See, and here's the, and you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm side note for just a moment. This is what, and this is what happens, and this is what desensitize, at least for me, this is what has desensitized me to horror is when I break things down to this level, like this is just utterly ridiculous. And then I can, and that's why jump scares, all that, none of that stuff affects me anymore. And it still makes me laugh. Yeah, that's what you, it, it disarms the film. But here's the deal oh. with Evil Dead. Evil Dead, it, it, it was, it was meant, well, Raimi, again, with his style, there is a level of, of, of slapstick associated yes. with every yes. style, with every, with all of his films. Yes. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. But it's, there were moments where it was just like, so like the moment whenever the, the actual girlfriend or Which the, one, uh, the uh, whatever uh, her face is, the not Shelly, not Sh Cheryl, the other one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can, because they're not like important. the main always, girlfriend. Yeah. Ash's girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. So her, once she's a deadite, like they all sucked at acting as human beings, but once they turned into the deadites, yep. their acting was stellar. Uh-huh. <laughs> And hers especially was so good. It that was creepy and quite lovely. Because there's a freedom there with being a deadite, and that's why I think if the, the 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 people that play them, even if it's only one time or like if, if for like Ash versus Evil Dead one episode, mm -hmm. it can really stand out because there's acting freedom there. Because the things that are going to come out of their mouth are going to be just be so over the top and so extreme. It's I believe that it's easy to fall into that as an actor. I would think. Yes. Yes, I think so. And it's it, it I I was pleasantly surprised by by that particular shift for these for these actors. Yeah, Annie is his is That's his it. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Jeez, that took forever to think of. God. Ash and Annie. Now I'll remember it. They're Good. the double A's. Right. Um, no, no. Yeah, am I losing my am I losing my mind? I don't know. Are you? Uh God. Are you turning into Bruce Campbell? <laughs> Are you sweaty? Are you covered in chocolate sauce? No, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm Are fine. Are you feeling it's psychosis? Linda, 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 Linda. 
Linda her name is, is Linda. The, yeah, Linda's the girlfriend. My God, I'm getting my okay. Well, that's dumber. Up. Like I liked Ash and Annie better, but whatever. no, Annie was from yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's a, that's never mind. I'm thinking about um. I think I'm thinking about part two. That's fine. Uh, whatever. He gets a second girlfriend that I'm assuming is going to turn into a zombie as well. No, no, um, even that part two. It's well, never mind. I'll be quiet. <laughs> Don't spoil it. I might actually watch them. Yeah. Um. God. So. Let's see. I loved the eye gouging. That was pretty, pretty cool. I was confused when shortly thereafter he removed something from Scotty and he just like sprung a leak, like a blood leak. <laughs> like it was just a little waterfall. I was kind of confused by that. I loved the decaying effects. I was waiting for the chainsaw hand, but it never came. Yeah, I'm so um, sorry. You see, this is why the, this is one of the musicals to mush too much stuff together. I know. I was confused by the ending where it was just like, and he walks out of the the house and then suddenly like this, this bop of a song starts playing <laughs> like this happy bop. And I was like, what's what tone shift. <laughs> I think, I think my biggest issue with this, I, I really did actually enjoy the film and Alex is a huge fan of it as well. And oh, he was goodness. so excited to, to sit oh, down with goodness. me and watch this film, oh, which I did make him watch in the daytime to start it while, while Mo was sleeping. Okay. And then she woke up early and we had to finish it at night. And I was a little scared, but it was fine. My biggest issue is I don't understand how, I mean, like, what did we say her name was? Linda? Yeah, Linda's the girlfriend. Good so God. Linda gets stabbed in the foot. And then turns in. That's enough to turn her into the to a deadite. Well, they don't Cheryl, have to be. They can be. They can be taken over. They can be alive and be taken over. So my question is, all of it, it from from an outside perspective, and maybe there's more to the lore that is explained in later films. But from somebody that only has watched this, we see Cheryl get scraped and screwed by the forest and then right. that like her where she, that's where all of the issues start coming from they start coming out of her well, where the all of, once she's yeah. been attacked in some way shape or form well the issue comes from them playing the the the, the recordings of the yeah of the, the, uh, the, when he just right? starts talking about the necronomicon and starts speaking the the stuff yeah which i that, did like right I did like that that's how they got away with that because I have seen or heard like the trope of like these kids find this creepy book, the Necronomicon, and then they start reading these things. They're not, nobody is going to know how to pronounce any of that stuff, right? Well, you always got the, but see, here's the deal with these types <laughs> so. of things. You always have the stereotypical, and that's why there, there are certain tropes and there are certain cast types that you're always going to find. You're going to have that one person who's the language major yeah, or somebody that has some sort of random I, I interest like in, in, in I, archaic language. Yes, I thought this was a much more believable way of summiting all of this. But my biggest question, and maybe you can explain this, all of these people get the crap beat out of them, including Ash. Why is Ash the only one who doesn't turn? <laughs> Everyone else gets the crap beat out of them. He gets the crap beat out of them. He gets bit. He gets scratched by the fingernails. He gets stabbed. He gets, he literally gets his butt handed to him multiple times by multiple zombies. Why doesn't he turn? <laughs> Why? How does he get away with this? He's the chosen one. That is BS. <laughs> what, is that, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why? How? I don't understand. 
This is the chosen one. But because at first I was like, maybe it's some sort of like genetic thing. But then his sister gets the crap scratched out of her and she's the first one that turns like everybody turns except for him. <laughs> I mean, granted, he goes like full on psycho, which is kind of cool. Right. But like he never turns. He has the blood of these things in his mouth at one point. How does he not turn? <laughs> what is What's happening? Well, you see, here's the thing. You need to, I can't, I don't want to give anything away because you're going to see that potential in the second film. So I don't really want to give anything away. But they I mean, do explain want, it eventually. Uh, well, I mean, well, the, the, the question that you have about does he have the capacity to be possessed? The answer is yes. Okay. But I, and this is why essentially um, he gets the chainsaw hand. Okay. So he has the capacity to, for the evil to overtake him. And then he dismembers himself as the, the preacher or not the preacher, the whatever his was. The dead eye. Yeah. His, yes. That's okay. right. Um, That's right. So that makes sense. But. He's not the, I'm serious. See, but, this, I'm legitimately telling he is the chosen one. But he's not Buffy. Okay. I, yes, I, I realized <laughs> that. Uh, but well, this was before Buffy. So if we want to, if we want to argue who was there first. It wasn't Bruce Campbell. I'm so I was just so confused. Like I kept like I kept looking at Alex. I'm like, when is when is he gonna turn? When is is something gonna happen here? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean I'm being honest with you though. That is that is like what the because there's 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 different uh theories out there, but because in some of the because there's versions of the story, but in some he does, but in the when we think about this one, it legitimately the main reason it is because he is the chosen one. I'm not even kidding with you. I'm not even joking. But that requires later viewings, okay. that, and that's when you get a lot of a lot of holes or a lot of questions that could be uh, developed through watching the first two in Army of Darkness. A lot of the, well, not Army of Darkness. A lot of those things get answered in Ash versus the Evil Dead. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, when I sit up here and say he's the chosen one, I am not bull jiving you. I well, am dead you know, serious. That, that would be a first. <laughs> oh, well, did I, oh, oh, wow. That's a, that was harsh. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. That's what I want. Yeah, I, I deserve this after the, after the judgment last week. But anyway, but, but no, in all seriousness, though, I mean, that is the, I, I, I'm giving you the answer. He is the chosen one. Okay. He is El Jefe. Okay. All, so he's the, the chosen first, one by not being chosen. Watch the if you you could skip ahead and be okay. Watch the first episode of Ash versus the Evil Dead, and you'll okay. get some answers. You'll get some of the answers. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Like yeah. I'm just intrigued enough. Yeah, I I think that this film would be so much better if it leaned into its camp nature. Oh, it oh it does. Which that's what Evil it Dead sounds Two like. does even do, Evil Ted do Evil Evil Dead Evil Two. Ted. Evil, evil. <laughs> What's de- that film? <laughs> oh my God! Oh my. Is it like Bill and Ted? Like, uh, well, well, there was an evil. I mean, the the robot. Is- the, there was there was evil. There was an evil Ted in Bill and Ted Part Two. Well, see, that's that's what I'm saying. Is there like a crossover? Oh my goodness, no. I mean, I'd I'd watch that. 
you are you are you are you are killing me right now. But no, I, I mean, this, but seriously, I mean, <laughs> Evil Dead Two it leans more it leans more into that campiness that you're talking about as well. And then Ash versus the Evil Dead does the exact same thing. The whole entire franchise does. That's why I'm saying if if anybody if you can sit down because Evil Dead is a is a cult classic. Oh and yeah. If you can sit down and you say to yourself, "I enjoy the Evil Dead," you will you will watch the rest of it. You will watch part it, two. You will watch Army of Darkness, and you will watch Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yeah, I probably will at least give the the next two films a try. I, what I would tell you to do is you you could probably get away with Army of Darkness for the purposes of Ash versus the Evil Dead, since they don't really refer to it at all. You could probably yeah. get away with it. If I was going to say apparently that one one's too. that one's Alex's favorite. So Army of Darkness. Yeah. So oh my I, God! Yeah. If Army I of Darkness do this. Great. Um, I'm going to probably have to like, you know. Oh, yeah. Watch all of them. Yeah. Join us. I That's that's an iconic line. I mean, you, you get that in a lot of different things. Okay, look, but it's better when it's coming from a deadite. Okay. I mean, locking what's her face in the basement, you know, and her just talking crap the entire time. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it's so over the top insane. That's what it makes it enjoyable. And then, like I said, that Raimi style, the special effects, all of that stuff that you're mentioning. I mean, yeah, yeah. And and then El Jefe is Bruce Campbell, the chosen one. I mean, I agree that he is definitely chosen and wonderful. But I'm, I still don't get it. But that's go, Yeah, go online. Go online and just look up why is it Ash... <laughs> Why doesn't Ash get possessed? And well, see. I didn't want to look anything up, but that was definitely my biggest question. Was like, <laughs> how? It's not even why. It's just how. How does he not? I like. I I've told you. He's the chosen one. Well, what more do you want from me? He's the chosen one. What that's just you- going to be like the new statement. Maybe that's what this can this this episode can be told. He's the chosen one. <laughs> I mean, what more do you want, Brittany? What more do you want? I've given you the answer that you uh, seek. I would like a better answer, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Alex. Like it's like he's gonna say, he's gonna say it probably to say like, well, he's the chosen one. So what about you? What did what did you watch this week? Well, you know what I watched, so mm-hmm. I don't even know. I do why you're asking me that question i was trying to create a segue it was not a good one yeah that's a transition (laughs) anyway so you tasked me with watching young frankenstein yes a true classic as well now i have admitted to you that i have never watched that film which is heinous and terrible okay give me all your judgment let it all out right now go ahead that's fine that's it that's all you have no it's fine no, you're a better person than me. Okay. <laughs> anyway. I didn't say that I wouldn't do it later, but right, all right, right yeah, now, you're I'm just <laughs> you're just holding it in. I'm good so, for now. I mean, do you want to share with the people? I mean, you know, we know what the story is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's the it's it's by um, what 1974, Gene Wilder and Mel Brooks uh, screenplay. Yep, Marty Feldman, Marty Madeline Feld- Kahn, Madeline Kahn. Oh, Peter, Peter, what's his last name? Um, he plays Adam. the monster. I'm so, oh Jesus! Uh, last name start with an F, right? Um, it's not Peter Falk, which is the first thing. No, that comes no, 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 That's no, no, Columbo. No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 not, not Columbo. No, we're we've got away from yeah from from. Close enough. God, I'm so awful. With uh, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Um, boil, I, boil, boil. Yes, thank you, Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle. Thank God. Okay. Cloris Leachman is up right. in this. Like, here's how I bulked up Shelly and, and Linda and freaking Cheryl. 
All right, glad I could get and Annie <laughs> and Annie. Right, I'm sitting up there in a whole other friggin', you know, basically in a whole other friggin' movie. At least I got yeah. Peter Boyle. I'm proud of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So you know, it's the story of um, Frederick Frankenstein or Frankenstein. Frederick. Sorry. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's Frederick. <laughs> Frankenstein. So excuse me. Yes. So he is a professor at a med- at the at a medical school, mm-hmm. and he ends up um, basically he's the descendant of Victor Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and he basically ends up following in his footsteps for like essentially right yes so this is a comedy let me and let me just say this so you know that i am snooty with my comedy absolutely many many times either it has to be just ridiculous over the top slapstick yep or it has to be um uh uh, intellectual and bougie to the max fair enough (laughs) fair enough i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna fight you with this one (laughs) anymore so i have to be honest Mm mm-hmm I did not hate this. Yay! So I it's better than I was hoping. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I I I did laugh out loud at various points. <laughs> and and here's the thing. I was think I was telling you, I might have been telling you about this a couple of weeks ago, talking about wrestling, how sometimes that predictable is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So there were various, you know, kind of like, and maybe that's because of the certain things that I've watched in the past. You know, I was able to kind of make calls like, okay, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. But I it made sense and I actually enjoyed it as it was happening. Like um uh, the one scene that I started laughing was uh, with uh, Frau Blush. How does it say her last name? Blucher. Blucher. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I see, and, 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 and when the horse neighed the first time, I was like, okay, they're good. This is going to be a running joke. And then when the one scene where uh, it's when he's when he kept saying goodnight to her, when they kept saying goodnight back and forth, and yes. then he says her name and the horse is still neighed, yes. I said, this is freaking, this is excellent. It's genius. It's yeah, genius. I, that's I, the same line. I, that's something that Alex and I will do randomly whenever it's like, <laughs> what do you want to drink tonight? Or what do you want to drink with dinner? Like, I don't know. Milk? Var milk? Ovaltine? Yeah, I laughed. I howled when I heard Ovaltine. I said, oh my God, no. This is so my initial impressions were, like I said, there were some things that were predictable, but yes, I absolutely. Them. Um, oh, the, I, when he, I'm just going to be all over the place a little bit. The scene walk, walk this way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, 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 I legitimately burst with la- out laughing because like, that is good. That, and, <laughs> you know, with, with Igor. Oh God. Yes. Yeah, Marty but- Feldman is a comedic genius and you combine him with the other <laughs> genius of Gene Wilder. Yeah. You have your character actor and you have your straight man and it yeah. is just. It it's, works it's so well. It's just a match made in heaven. It works so well. The only thing I didn't like was the opening scene because that made me that that that, that brought up some some old school feelings of sitting in physiological psychology <laughs> that would rather just not forget. So that was that your triggering moment? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh my god, this is taking me back to physiological psych. I I don't want any part of this. Let's move this along. Uh, uh, yes. it, but but I mean, I, I this is something that I would watch again. Good. I'm probably going to buy. Yay! A co- buy a copy of it. Um, one of the things that I think tr- uh, that made me so happy about this movie was the obvious callback and the the actual use of you know the something like the scenery and things from uh, from 1931 Frankenstein. Yes. That was that was beautiful. I love that so much, and I picked it up right away. So I was yeah. like, oh, they're gonna take they're they're gonna take care of this film, even when they're on the way. 
to, <laughs> the, to castle. the castle and the whole werewolf scene. And then I'm sitting up there like, oh, this, oh my God, this reminds me of Lon Chaney Wolfman. This, yes. the, 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 the mist and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, they are really going to take care. They're going to take care of this. Yeah, so I felt a little bit of a love letter. It most certainly was. I mean, I don't really, I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about this movie. I was, I got to be honest, going into it, I was extremely skeptical. I know. Very skeptical <laughs> because again, this has been lauded as a classic, as a comedic classic. It's in, mm-hmm. it's another one of these films that's in the uh, National Film Registry. What the hell? I is don't know. Sounds um, that sounds fancy. Yeah, but but uh, the, the, one of those films that de- it's you know iconic enough or has enough praise that it deserves to be preserved. Yes, right. So I, I I was afraid that this was going to be another Princess Bride situation. No, this was not. This was not Good. that at all. And a part of it is because, <laughs> but the, but the inside track that the film had was, of course, it's 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 like you said, it's a love letter to to to, to 1931 Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. So of course, and, and what made this even better is the fact that I watched 19 rewatched 1931 Frankenstein a week before this. <gasps> Coincidence. Randomly, right before we even you even presented this to me as an option, I had already watched 1931 Frankenstein. So that only enhanced my watching experience of Young Frankenstein. It was meant to be. It really, it really was. (laughs) And and one of the best things that I can say about one of the interesting things that I saw is that apparently the studio was trying to trick them into doing this in color. Yeah, that would have been a mistake. That was within a huge mistake. And thank God this was in black and white because it was so I, I am a I am a mark for black and white horror and black yeah. and white films in general, but specifically horror. And it just looks so beautiful. Yeah. It just, it just, it just was perfection from start to finish visually. And put it on the Ritz. How can <laughs> I I enjoyed that so much. <laughs> I figured that moment, which is probably the campiest that the film gets, uh-huh. that moment was either going to make or break this film for you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I was already hooked at the uh, at the the, the Frau B- uh, Blucher. I, it's, I, I, the, it's Peter Boyle going. Hey, yeah, it's just it, like oh, he's trying so hard. It, it was. I was like, <laughs> and, and I was reading up because apparently that was the. Like like Wilder and Brooks were in concert, in concert with what how the film should go and yeah. everything associated with it. But this was the one thing that Mel Brooks was like, like what? No, this shouldn't be in here. Yep. And I thought that was so interesting. And of course, yep. they did test. They they filmed it, and then of course it got you know uh, it, it was got good uh, reviews. Up, it got good reviews, so that it was left in. Oh man, I. I I'm all over the place a little bit, but I just, <laughs> I don't really have anything bad to say about it. It just, everything from start to finish was just such a good moment. What? Yeah. I love the dialogue. I love the execution. I love all of the, I loved everybody, everybody's acting job. I just, it's borderline, even though I, I'm not sitting up there side splitting laughing, but it is funny. So from start to finish, it's it's hard to argue. It's it's almost virtual perfection from a comedic standpoint. Excuse me while I me, pick my jaw up from the ground. Right. And it's hard for me to 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 say it's not. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked too. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I wasn't sitting up there like, <laughs> like, oh my God, my stomach is hurting laughing, but I'm sitting there like <laughs> you know, throughout yeah. the whole movie. And I'm like, this is funny. It's so I, I don't good. need to 
if we as a society can respond to somebody and say, LOL, we're not really laughing, we can still find something funny, but not have to just be, you know, yes, be, have our side split. But this was virtual perfection. Yes. From beginning to end. Yay. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I'm being a little bit short in my in my discussion on it, but I mean, I, normally I'm I'm negative guy. So I come in an angle I and know, just chop something up. So but weird. I I can't chop it. And then the scene with the, the with with his fiance and and not kissing him and then the, <laughs> the elbow shake at the train station. Like, oh my God, like, this is this is so insane. Uh, Madeline Kahn. Madeline is... Kahn, yes. So remember way back when in like episode three or whatever, when I was talking about Myrna Loy? Yes. So Myrna Loy and Ma- Madeline Kahn were like my idols. Ah, okay. As a okay. as a young I don't think you mentioned Madeline Kahn back then. I don't remember. Maybe you did. Yeah. But I don't think. I think I was focused pretty primarily on Myrna at that point. But these these two women and their performances and like they were the they were the roles that I wanted to have when I got older. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, sweet mystery of life. At last I found you. <laughs> yeah. I, it, uh, <laughs> oh my God. It's I just, mean... there's, it's so I, I, okay. So I, I'm going to use this term correctly. Right. I am a mark for right. anything Mel Brooks, but specifically this film, it is, it is up there with like blazing saddles, Robin hood, men in tights. And this film are top three. It's hard for me to pick an order. But, yeah, and I love yes. Robin Hood Men in Tights as well. Yes. So I mean, like these these three films are my favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I I just yeah, I mean, it, it, honestly, I'm sitting here, I'm I'm kind of pissed off now too because I didn't <laughs> I didn't get it. But as as after I got finished with it, I'm sitting up there, I'm going to Best Buy, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this. And of course, the Blu-ray is sold out. I'm like, come on, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> Because it was the, the 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 40th anniversary edition was only like 4.99. Like, oh, I need to grab this, but again, sold out. Yeah, sold Solid. out. But but yeah, you, I, 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 I got to give it to you, dude. And I, I could have made you. you watch Halloween Town. Oh God, I'm so glad that, that didn't <laughs> because I would have just, I would have just yelled at you incessantly because I would have, fa- I would have found things. Uh, oh, I would have found many a thing to just yell at you about. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because it's ridiculous yeah but again it's 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 hard for me to this everybody listening to this episode please understand how rare and important this moment is anyone who has ever met darian in real in real life (laughs) understands how important this moment is darian is admitting that i taught him something or i made him watch something good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's virtual perfection. You're, you're admitting that something is good, that you enjoyed it, that you liked it. Can I can I say that you in, that you liked it? Yeah, I mean, if I'm sitting, if look at well, I <gasps> I would say if I if I'm sitting up there going out looking to buy the movie, then I like it. But if you've seen if you see my horror movie collection, my God. Dude, you have Catwoman. I don't trust your choices anymore when it comes to those sorts of things. That was a, that's about being a completionist. That has Doesn't nothing matter. to do with life. You own it. That's a problem. That has nothing to do with life. That's about you completion- have a problem. I don't have a problem. We'll have the intervention another day. But right now, <laughs> the main focus is that you actually enjoyed this film, and I am so incredibly happy 
about this. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'll say it again. I, I, I enjoyed it from start to finish. I mean, there are so many moments. There are so many lines. There are so many scenes. I, 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 I virtually every, and then I didn't even talk about the, the, the was he a constable? <laughs> I mean, footsteps, footsteps, footsteps. I didn't even get to him and yeah. his and his cheating at dart throwing. Yes, and and his constant needing of revving up his his arm. Yes, yes. To the lumber yard. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah, and then Igor, Igor. Sorry, Igor's hump shifting from one <gasps> one side to the other. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is like oh, never mind. <laughs> oh my god! And then, uh, the scene where where Frankenstein's monster or the creature mm-hmm. you know, goes to the uh, to the uh, hermit to the to the hermit yeah, yeah. and then there oh my god and he's pouring the soup and then he's <laughs> missing him and then he's burning it he burns his hands with the soup and then he and then and then the creature learns to overcome his fear of fire by li- lighting a, a post coital cigar a cigar yeah 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 I mean yeah it's oh, uh and then there's and then the, I wasn't expecting you know, like sexual innuendo there. I was like, what is happening here? Oh, dude. At the end of the film, I was like, what? Yes. Well, well even beforehand, but there was innuendo. I was like, this is- I mean, the, that, ho- that whole moment of, so he got yes. some of your brilliant brain. Right. What did you get from him? Right. <laughs> like, like, well. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Yes. It I, is, There, there's no com- comedic rock left unturned exactly so this is why i'm just like this is this it's 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 virtual perfection i am so glad for this this is this is making my entire week right now well you know what you 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 win this round i can say i won but i'm open to new things yeah kind of (laughs) (laughs) you know if if this is this has been a a magical month because (laughs) We have been, I, I we have been eye to eye on so many things. <laughs> this is a magical month. Oh, don't worry, listeners. It'll go back to normal soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. After next week, yeah, it's done. That, that's, that's exactly it's, right. We just have the same feelings about spooky things. It's fine. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, clearly, clearly. We have to have something in common or else what would we, where would this podcast build from? The, like what, what foundation could we have? Well, you know, from friction, you know, controversy creates cash. Well, yeah, I guess there's that. We'll find controversy soon. <laughs> Don't it won't worry. be next week. Next week, no. we're going to do another eye to eye, right? Do we, Yes, we are doing another eye to eye. Do you want to share with the fine people? I mean, well, let me, let me rewind. Let me ask you this before we end. Yes. Do you have any other closing comments or another, maybe a scene from, from Young Frankenstein that's maybe not necessarily uh, the most popular, but you find to be, I mean, it's so mm. difficult to choose, but maybe a scene yeah. that doesn't get as much praise that you like. Just well, wondering. So in pretty much anything that involves Marty Feldman is up there. Some, I mean, just thinking about like one-liners that we use pretty consistently, just <laughs> randomly. My, what knockers. Well, thank yeah. you, doctor. <laughs> that one goes over really well in our home. And <laughs> happens surprisingly more than you would think. <laughs> it, it's usually not even connected to anything. It just goes over well. Um, the werewolf, their wolf, their yes. castle. Why are you speaking like that? I thought you wanted to speak like that. That <laughs> always goes over well. But it's it's the moment that the creature wakes up with the the abnormal brain. Yeah. And they yeah. go through the whole process of like basically charades to get a sedative. 
<laughs> set a give, set a give, give him a set a give. And then finally understanding. And then once that moment hits where he turns to, to Igor, it's just like, um, you want to correct yourself. I did. Igor. But anyway, so <laughs> it's that he turns to him and does the whole bit about what brain did I put in this thing? And mm-hmm. it's like, Abby mm, something. That was my favorite <laughs> scene too. Yeah. It's, there's the way that he handles the way that Marty Feldman handles that moment and the way that Gene Wilder has this brilliant ability to build himself like that, that comedic timing and the yeah. building of the anger that is just so <laughs> funny. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it's just a brilliant combination between the two depth. of them. And then that scene where he's locked up in there with the creature yes. and that he just starts let to have, just let me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was so good too. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's, it's a really solid film and it i'm is. glad it is. that we can still be friends because yep. if you said it sucked we were gonna have to have some some we were gonna have to come to jesus okay so princess bride wasn't the line this was the line uh this is a much bigger line yes wow okay all yes. right well i am happy to say that this is going to be <laughs> something that i this is something i enjoy that it is going to be one that i'm going to add to my collection of yes. physical media good 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 yeah. it needs to it will it shall so, all right. So with that said, let's give people a pre- brief preview of what we're going to be talking about next week. Now, let me give it a tease. Mm-hmm. We are going to be staying in. We're going to go back to Hollywood yeah. and the world of film. And I think I might be able to put a spell on you. Oh, look at that. Oh, another wow. com- another combo. Oh. So if you haven't guessed, we are going to be talking about <laughs> a film that we both love. Yes. And that is Hocus Pocus. Yes. So we cannot wait. So this is again, so you should enjoy this, savor this, because this will be the last time that we truly agree Agree on on something. Yes. (laughs) In in totality. Yes. This is going to be the last time for a long time. (laughs) It's true. All right. So with that said, I guess that wraps it up for another episode. So Mm -hmm. Brittany, why don't you, because you have the more melodious voice. So why don't you tell the fine people where they can find us? So if you are interested in learning more about this chemistry, (laughs) just seeing, right. And seeing some of the ridiculous things that we post on super on uh, social media. Uh, give us a follow or check us out on Instagram at Nerd Pastiche. Check us out on Twitter at Nerd Pastiche Pod. And please, like, if you like this, like it, like it, follow it, leave a review if you like what if you like what you're hearing. The more likes and reviews we get, the more people the algorithm will actually send this out to. Yeah, so, and then what you need to do is you need to download it and then delete it and then download it again. I think that's a great choice. And then yeah. send it to your friends and have them do the same. Yeah, and download it on different devices. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the more the more listens, the more shares, the more likes, the more reviews we get, the more chances we have to, to reach more people and, right. and tell more stories and, you know, have some fun. <laughs> right. And, you know, so then I can stop saying, you know, Brittany asked me, what are we doing this week? I could say, you know, try to take over the world. Then I, we can actually have it done so I don't have to say that to her. <gasps> Yes, and Animaniacs is coming back. So it I definitely know. makes like we we really should pull out this whole pinky in the brain. I, I just realized that I am pinky and you are the brain. That is right. I was and... not going to say anything. 
I need walk to walk that back. <laughs> I need to kind of uh, handle have... that. <laughs> who walk that? Who walk that back? On that note. <laughs> oh my God. On that note. Yes, 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 yes. I will end it on this. My name is Frankenstein. <laughs> All right, Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Gore. Bye. <laughs>